Coming to you from the American College of Emergency Physicians in Boston, Massachusetts. This is ReachMD. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholz. I'm joined by Dr. Sudev Menderada. He is Program Director for the Department of Emergency Medicine at the University of Tennessee College of Medicine, and he's also co-founder of Innovate ED at ASEP, which is a sort of a novel interactive platform for attendees at the conference, although I don't want to misstate it. Dr. Menderada, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Well, why don't we start right there with InnovADD. Obviously, you're a big part of that. What is InnovADD? Did I completely slaughter the description of it? Is it not just an interactive platform? It is. It's more than just an interactive platform. InnovADD is an area where our exhibitors can get together with our attendees, the decision makers, the thought leaders, in a small, intimate environment and have an integrated product showcase. It allows a provider who medical director who may be wanting to make some purchases for their emergency department or even just see what else is out there and allow them to see an integrative solution to a problem they may be having. It's also a great place just to highlight the new fun technologies. There's technologies like OnStar which allows them to predict what kind of injuries a patient might have as soon as the car has crashed. I thought that was fairly interesting. And even we borrowed some things from Mother Nature. There's a particular exhibitor that has a shark skin-like product which not only repels bacteria, but will take bacteria off your hands without any sort of chemicals. <laughs> now, when you first saw that come across your desk, were you, was it one of those double-take moments? You're like, what? A shark skin-like yeah, product shark that skin, literally I, pulls bacteria? It pulls out. I was wondering if it used lasers or something yeah. like that. But Attached them to the shark it was, skin. It's exactly. just uh, b- borrowing the idea from Mother Nature. Sharks are very difficult to actually have anything adhere to them because they're sandpaper-like texture. Right. So the bacteria don't like it either. So it's an interesting translation of how technology and how we can bring that in to an emergency medicine practice by putting a product like that on touch surfaces, on frequently used areas, keyboards, mice, doorknobs. It allows to reduce hospital-acquired infection rates. It's fascinating. I, I had a chance to walk over to Innovate ED, and first thing I saw was a giant ambulance, and next to that, a completely crushed uh, Corvette-like model car, mm-hmm. like a beautiful. It was actually a, maybe a Mustang. It was heartbreaking to see, uh, but impressive to see a number of these interactive displays that people expected. You know, it almost felt like um, I felt like a child again, being able to sort of uh, you know play with the exhibit. You know, get to know these things. That's the funnest part to play with all the toys, to try out two or three different ultrasound machines at the same time, to look at some of the latest and greatest technologies and all the interventional neuroradiology catheters that our colleagues get to use, and uh, perhaps some of the more interesting things like video conferencing software, language translation services, it's all right there, and you can set your fingertips. It's a nice, easy, fun place just to come and play. Right. It's uh, unique in emergency medicine in our exhibit hall. Oftentimes vendors are just kind of corralled into different booths and don't really get a chance to really interact with a conference attendee. And that's another way that you can just have a, an interaction in a patient-centric, clinically relevant type scenario. Right, and this is the third year for InnovADD, is that right? That's correct. Right, and how did that come about? I mean, um, was there some sort of um, uh, gap or or a plea from physicians um, in terms of making the exhibitor wing uh, more interactive, more um, user-friendly for the physician base and the healthcare professional base? Well, emergency medicine is founded on innovation. Emergency medicine is one of the newest medical specialties Uh, rewards improvisation, rewards on-the-fly thinking, and encourages physicians to come up with unique solutions to problems that are not faced by other medical specialties. Innovate ED came together with 
some of the thought leaders and the leadership within the college, within the American College of Emergency Physicians. And when ASAP, or the American College of Emergency Physicians, tasked us was, let's come up with an interesting way to let the vendors show how forward-thinking they are. And that's what Innovate ED really does. Innovate ED also came about through uh, an interest through Dr. Matt Bittner, and then uh, through presidents of the college, Dr. Rosenau, Dr. Girardi, and Dr. Kaplan have been great supporters of Innovate ED. One of the things that we try to focus on over there is patient safety, technology, and integration. Things like software just isn't really fun or sexy to show on a trade show floor. But if you show how it can make your life much easier, it allows the vendor and the potential buyer to really have a, a better relationship there. Hmm. You know, as a tech geek, I would have thought that uh, software would be very, very sexy to show to a potential buyer, but uh, I realize I'm sort of alone in that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's odd that we, we have noticed that technology, instead of becoming something that can facilitate patient care, oftentimes can create a barrier between the physician and the patient. And some providers even remark, well, we don't take care of patients, we take care of computers now. And the technology that we're highlighting in Innovate ED takes the keyboard and puts it away and allows for scribes, for dictation, for one-on-one physician-patient interaction again, and having technology supplement the physician-patient interaction to do things like the required documentation in the background. So how much planning went into Innovate ED this year? I mean, did it shave years off of people's lives to get this thing all put together? Uh, Innovate ED is really put together by a select group of the best staff members at the American College of Emergency Physicians. They have great relationships with the exhibitors already. And then get physician input to create environments and create scenarios that we think would be clinically relevant. It is a lot of work. Fortunately, it's not a lot of work for me. I get to do the fun stuff and do the thinking and the planning and the vision. <laughs> How'd you wrangle that job? <laughs> uh, it's, it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, and, and then all the legwork is what, is what the ASAP staff has done. So it's really a very enjoyable experience to plan. This is, again, our th- my third year that I've helped plan this. Uh, we've already started planning for 2016 at our trade show floor in Las Vegas. Hmm. Any um, initial or early tentative thoughts, any leads as to what might be on the horizon? So what else is on the horizon? Well, obviously, pre-hospital medicine is an opportunity for physicians to go outside of the emergency department and start taking care of patients right from the time that they're injured. We highlighted some of those telemedicine technologies this year. That is one area where I think we're going to see a little bit of growth. The high-quality medical education simulators that were used during our case scenarios another area we're going to see a lot of great growth. We have highlighted a, a product called a, a cut suit, which is actually a giant suit that a real human wears that you can undergo simulation battlefield surgery. So we'll see some more innovations with medical education technology too. But also, I think next year is going to be the year for neurointerventional studies. Uh, we've had some great positive studies this year regarding the treatment of acute stroke, where stroke was a disease that patients would come in with significant neurologic debility, and really we didn't offer them a treatment. And now in 2015, we're at the horizon, we're at the cusp of really seeing some great changes and great strides in acute stroke care. Hmm. I think we may see some more of that next year too. You know, blending the acute stroke care innovations with simulators that you mentioned earlier, uh, I understand that some of the live simulations that were run at Innovate ED this year involved uh, one case that involves stroke care. 
and another one that was uh, known as a code black or active shooter situation. Uh, tell me a little bit about how the planning went into those, because as I watched it, I was sort of floored. There was a massive crowd that had gathered, and between what was happening on the TV screens and what was happening in front of us, the intersection between the technology of the media and the live simulations was extraordinary. I was actually really impressed. How did that, how did that come about? It, it was a lot of work from uh, two great people, Henry Curtis and Evie Marcolini, who really worked hard to put together cohesive cases. What we wanted to do with the cases is to allow our attendee to really see kind of what we do and how we can use some of these innovative products and how we might treat a patient two to three years down the road. And we have this solution for these unique things like documentation, and hemorrhage control, and pre-hospital information. With the integration of technology, it's actually fairly easy. Some of our staff members have some experience in, in doing some movie directing or filmmaking in some form or another. And that filmmaking experience really helped our code organizers create that media aspect of it. Right, it was really, really impressive. If you're just joining us, this is ReachMD. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz, and I'm joined by Dr. Sue Dave Menderada, and we are talking about InnovateDD and some of the work that Dr. Menderada has been doing uh, at ASAP across the board. Switching gears a little bit, let's move over to some of the other work that you've done with ASAP, because I understand that you've been helping to plan content, educational content, to address some of the gaps. But first of all, how do you address gaps among a massive population of ASAP in terms of what they're looking for content-wise. Well, here at ASAP, which is our largest physician conference for emergency medicine in the United States with over 6,500 attendees, there is a broad variety of different backgrounds, different training areas, uh, and different levels of experience. So what we try to do as an education committee here, which is facilitated by some great staff in Dallas, Texas, the Education Committee does a gap analysis, asking our members, walking around, saying, what do you want to learn about? What are your, your needs? What are the emerging problems within your, in your emergency department? And how can we help you find solutions to them? For example, we've asked our members about opiate-related overdose deaths. What can we do to prevent them? Do you need extra tools for treatment? Sobering centers, ways that we can teach emergency physicians how to be political activists to decrease things like emergency department boarding, improve care for psychiatric patients, talk to legislators. And then on the other side of the coin, we have just good bread and butter continuing medical education. We're taking the thought leaders and we're taking the authors of high impact studies. We're taking high quality, nationally renowned medical educators and giving them 30 minutes to say, give me the update, what do I need to know for this year in cardiology? What do I need to know this year for infectious disease? How do I interpret that really tough EKG? And reminding some clinicians some of the basics, but here at ASAP, we are pushing the envelope. We always teach the cutting edge, latest developments in emergency medicine. Yeah, I had a chance to walk around. I saw topics as seemingly disparate as alcohol withdrawal syndrome management to nature's deadliest creatures and venomation bites to how to deal with gotcha journalism, which I thought was particularly astute. And I thought, I wonder if I fall into that category as a, as a gotcha journalist. Um, but I love the diversity, the breadth of content, which I think a lot of our viewers, listeners would expect from an emergency medicine council of all fields that one could choose from to get topics across the board, it would be emergency medicine. Um, but what next in that regard? What are the next gaps that you envision 
trying to address down the road for ASAP. So any patient, any time, with any disease, 24-7, 365. That's what our specialty does. So things like new drugs of abuse, synthetic drugs, how do we take care of those acutely ill, critically ill patients with a disease process that just simply wasn't present last year? For example, we also had a great discussion last year about Ebola. Now, there was a lot of media buzz about Ebola, and unfortunately that crisis is over. But what it did was it taught us how do we respond to acute disease outbreaks? How do we generate vaccines very rapidly? And brings up other questions to our membership too, is what is the value to bringing a vaccine to market so quickly that may have such a narrow market impact? So we allow our members to help define content. We always leave a few hours open every year because we know something's gonna come up at the last minute and we want to be able to respond. And with ASAP being able to tap into experts in every field, that's what we were able to do, develop content on a very rapid, short-term basis sometimes. Hmm. Seemed like good parting comments to me, but any uh, final thoughts before we wrap up this interview today? I really appreciate you having me here today. I think this is an excellent opportunity to relay information. And ASAP is a great way, if you're in in the market for some face-to-face CME, outstanding networking, and being able to interact with the newest, latest technologies and colleagues who have the same problems that you do and offer the same solutions or new ways to think about things. We're here, we're here at ASAP. So thanks again for your time. My pleasure. We've been talking with Dr. Sudev Menderada from the University of Tennessee College of Medicine. I'm Dr. Bernholtz. This is ReachMD. For more access to this and other podcasts, videos, etc., etc., come on down to ReachMD.com. We'll see you there. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.